Kendi, Rockstars. Prepare for a treat, let's meet and greet some bands and singers that are super sweet Making music that's fun for boys and girls, help them learn about this great big world Fun for the family, yes it's true, your kids will love it and you will too Clap and dance and sing aloud, become a part of the kindy crowd These songs will make you move your feet and give your ears a great big treat So settle in, grab your guitars, and let's get to know our kindy rock stars Hello everyone and welcome to Kindy Rockstars. This is the show that gives you the stories behind the songs from some of the best bands and singers that are making fun, informative, educational, catchy, and occasionally silly songs for children and families. I'm your host, Patrick Adams, and each episode of Kindy Rockstars will feature an artist and a featured song. So let's get to this week's show. Joining me today is Dana Cohenauer. Welcome to the show, Dana. Hey, Patrick. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You got it. So so tell us about yourself and how you got into kindy music. Well, let's see. Well, my career started actually uh, in New York City where I was trying to be a Broadway actress and singer. And I did actually do a lot of um, Broadway musical theater for a while in the beginning of my career and and then I kind of veered into more of a piano bar singer and cabaret singer and I um, started writing uh, more and more songs all the time and so as I was doing that um, about 1994 way back when my first nephew was born and he was the first child in our immediate family to come along and I was so excited and I thought well maybe I'll write some lullaby for him as a special gift and I went into the studio and recorded them just as a special lasting sort of gift for him and and that sort of evolved into my first recording for children and so I ended up doing six lullabies and six morning songs and throughout the process of writing those songs I realized wow it just was coming so easily and I just had uh, such a Oh, I don't know, just inspired by thinking of little small children and seeing the world through their eyes and just, and how magnificent it was that I had this little person in my life now. And so anyway, I I decided, well, what the heck? Now I have a whole um, album and it's actually a product. And so um, I entered it in my first awards thing. It was the Napa Awards and it won uh, the gold Napa Award that year. And that was so amazing to me. And I was like, wow, maybe I can actually do this. So winning that award really kind of gave me the confidence to move forward in making music for children. And so now uh, it's like seven albums I have in the can now all these years later. But really, as I started um, promoting that first album, which was called Gather Your Dreams at the time, now it's changed to Dana's Best Lullabies and Morning Songs. But um I had to go out and start promoting it. So I started singing to children in the sunshine and and, uh, instead of singing in the nightclubs at two in the morning in a smoky (laughs) bar, I was suddenly singing to these smiling faces and they were responding and jumping right into the songs. And I just thought, wow, 
um, this is where it's at. And I just really never looked back and just started focusing on children's music completely. And uh, took me about 25 years to actually sing another adult song <laughs> out in public. But uh, there's something about singing for children that is just so gratifying and it's just so joyful and, and seeing them respond and just knowing that you can educate them while entertaining them and um, just bring some happiness and some togetherness to families. Even if they're just sitting in the car, There's your music can actually bring a family together. So there's uh, so many wonderful things about writing for kids that I've explored through the years, and I just love it. Yeah, now, the start, so your first album was in 1994. So talk about how you've evolved along with evolving technology, because I know back in the 90s, it was all about CDs, and then at some <laughs> point it, it became all about streaming and, and so forth. So. Well, goodness, I hate to tell you this, but when I started, it was actually cassette tapes. <laughs> <laughs> it was really scary how old I am, but uh, yeah, I had um, started just with cassette tapes, and then uh, you know, we ordered tons of those and as all the other artists did, and we had those all distributed. And then guess what happened? The CDs happened. And so we had boxes of cassettes sitting in the garage. And now I still have boxes of CDs sitting in the garage. But uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of changes over the years as far as how to get the music out there. And, and I must say that now it is actually a little bit easier to get your music distributed in, into the hands and, and into the ears of the little listeners because we don't have to necessarily manufacture that product anymore and we can save some money on that end of the manufacturing and and just um, cut out that middle uh, middleman if you will of having to distribute and schlep around the stuff and mail it out so it really is kind of a blessing to all of us who are on a smaller budget being independent artists which all children's artists are independent really so it's really helpful that our um that our ability to reach out uh, digitally has evolved the way it has but gosh it's been a long road <laughs> from where i started to where we are now and actually i'm not all that adept at it <laughs> i'm just kind of i go into the studio and let the engineers uh handle all the technical part i just write the songs and and sing them and then jump around on the stage with the kids so i get to do the fun part and um I have been having to learn a little bit of technical stuff, though, with my radio show, which I have now. It's always a good skill set to have. Yeah, I'm learning <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so um, do your songs typically have like a theme or are they more general? Well, each one of my albums has been uh, kind of a different theme. The first one, as I said, was Lullabies and Morning Songs. And then the next one was um, Traveling Tunes, Dana's Best Traveling Tunes. And it was all about, you know, riding in the car or just um, transportation sort of themed things. And then I did Sing and Play Along Tunes. And, uh, and then the next one was Dana's Best Sing and Swing Along Tunes, which was jazz for kids. And so I I combined um, classic jazz standards uh, and with a few of my own more smooth jazz type uh, stylings with a couple of original
original song. So that one was jazz. And then I did uh, Dana's best rock and roll fairy tales, which was super <laughs> fun. I took some of the old scary fairy tales and tried to uh, soften them a bit and set them to rock and roll beats. And um, and that one was super fun. And it was really received well. And I keep thinking I might do a rock and roll fairy tales, too, because there's so many more stories out there to uh, to set to music. But this uh, that um, I did those five recordings, and then I took a little break to be a mommy for a number of years. And so I, those are all a bit older in the can, but uh, after about, oh, I took about eight years off to just be Jack's mom and do all the things that uh, you can do as a mama and be involved in his school and all. And and then uh, finally he got old enough to drive himself to school. So I got back, jumped, literally jumped back in with my next recording back in 2016. And that was Dana's best jump and jam tunes. And so of course that was all about getting kids up and moving and away from their screens. That was the whole goal of that one, to get them off their computers or off their iPads and um, get moving and jumping and dancing. And now my latest recording is uh, called A Place to Call Home. And that one is all about animals and their different habitats, the different places animals and humans live. And that one has been um, quite a bit different than my other recordings uh, in it that it reaches out to a broader age range, a little bit up to maybe about age 10, whereas most of my recordings are up to about age seven. So I really loved writing about all the different animals and and learning about them as I was researching them. It was really astounding uh, to me how much cool stuff there is to know about every single animal out there. So that one is um, uh, primarily about different endangered species, which I wanted to highlight and um, just try to instill uh, a love for the planet and all the animals that live on it uh, in in the hearts of young children. And so uh, anyway, there's a lot of songs that when we, uh, I think you're going to play a couple of them so I can explain what those are, you know, all the songs are about. But uh, anyway, um, most of my songs um, are from different genres. That's one thing I've always tried to do is introduce kids to every different genre of music. So say on A Place to Call Home, I have everything from rock and roll to bossa nova, country, bluegrass. I try to introduce them to all different styles. So with the exception of my jazz album, the sing and swing along tunes and the rock and roll fairy tales, all the rest of them incorporate lots of different musical genres. And I try to always uh, respect little ears and and do the best uh, quality um, uh, that I can as far as recording goes. Use top-notch musicians and uh, really uh, make a quality audio listening experience for young children because they deserve it. Yep, and what's great is that just about any genre of music you can produce kids' songs with. That's for sure. And, you know, I think it's neat to introduce them to all of them so that they can kind of hear for themselves what they're drawn to and what they enjoy most. And most kids love jumping around to rock and roll. That that one's for sure. But it's fun to, to see, uh, you know, with this last recording doing the bossa nova, I had never tried to write a bossa nova song. And, and the young kids who were singing on the album, uh, I was like, well, um, <clears throat> you know, which one is your favorite or wherever? And they all at once were like, 
Rainforest Symphony. They all <laughs> loved that groove of the bossa nova, and that was really surprising to me, but really exciting, too, that they really got into that different-sounding groove that they hadn't necessarily heard before. Now, you and I have something in common. We both have a radio show, so tell everybody out there about your radio show. Well, my radio show, like yours, is on uh, Jump 105.3 out of Pittsburgh and streaming, of course, worldwide. But um, mine is my show is called Dana's Music Playground, and it's for the little kiddos. I, I have a tagline that's Little Kiddo Radio, and it airs and streams every weekday um, at one o'clock Eastern time, right at jump1035.com. And also the podcast is at my website at danasmusicplayground.com. But it's um, it's all about, um, well, it's uh, got a, a special character named Jingle. Jingle is my magic music box. And Jingle uh, plays the songs and um, helps... Uh, give us little hints for what the theme of the day might be. So there's a different theme every uh, show and always something edu educational, um, something, anything from counting songs or the five senses or space or uh, colors, all the different sort of themes that uh, early childhood uh, learning concepts would incorporate. So um, at any rate, Jingle gives us hints and then the kids uh, help uh, me guess what the uh, words of the day and the theme of the day. And so it's a very interactive show for the little ones. It's kind of like a Blue's Clues sort of radio show for just the itty bitties. And I really love uh, knowing that the kids out there are uh, guessing and um, really interacting with Jingle and me. <laughs> So I'm really grateful for the opportunity to have this new radio show. It kind of fell into my lap and uh, I didn't know that uh, I could do a radio show. And then when I had the opportunity, I realized, gee whiz, it's a lot of work. <laughs> but <laughs> And it takes a lot of time to create each episode. But I have loved uh, interacting and getting acquainted with all my fellow children's artists. I've met so many people and gotten so... Uh, much more acquainted with all the fantastic work that's being created out there uh, all the time. So it's been really cool. So not only connecting with my little listeners, but also with our, my fellow children's artists. And so I hope everybody will give it a listen. Even if you don't have little kiddos, it's it's still some great stuff um, for any age to listen to because we've got some lots of cool songs in every episode. So everybody out there, please be sure to check out Dana's show on Jump 105.3, along with a lot of other really fun shows that that station's putting out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really great to have that uh, resource and that uh, wonderful uh, platform for for people to uh, hear children's music. It's uh, really just a blessing that uh, that it's there, and we have to support it and, and do our best to, uh, you know... Uh, get kids out there to listen definitely all right are you ready to get into a song sure this episode's song is called migration all right dana tell us what this song is about migration is all about humpback whales when i was writing the songs for my album a place to call home i wanted to highlight endangered species one of which is humpback whales 
Humpback whales are amazing creatures, and they travel all the way from Alaska down to Hawaii and back north again twice a year. And I wanted to teach children about the whole concept of migration. And when I was recording the song, I was thinking how special it might be to actually incorporate real whale song into the recording. So I was very fortunate that the Monterey Bay Aquarium actually allowed me to use some of their recorded whale song and put it right into the track. And so when kids listen, they'll actually get to hear real whale song. And and uh, and if they watch the video, they'll get to see actual whales breaching and diving and swimming under the water. So I hope they'll check out the video too, because it's pretty special. So migration is about my new favorite animals, humpback whales. Very cool. All right, well, let's play it. Here is Migration by Dana from Dana's Music Playground. It's been a nice long summer up in Glacier Bay, but the Alaskan sun is fading away. Snow and ice are bringing a chill, and the humpback whales have had their fill. They've been eating all summer and their bellies are full. Now the whales are feeling that natural call to head down south to sing their song. Winter in Hawaii is where they belong.
Dana, tell everyone where they can stream and download that song and where they can find and connect with you on social media. Well, everything about me is basically Dana's Music Playground. So you can find all of the stuff you ever wanted to know about my music or my radio show or my classes or my videos all at danasmusicplayground.com. And on Facebook, you can find Dana's Music Playground. And if you look on Spotify, you might just search Dana's Jump and Jam tunes or Dana's Best uh, Sing and Swing Along tunes because I'm kind of hard to find with so many Danas out there. And for my artist name, I'm just Dana. But if you look for Dana's Music Playground.com, you'll find links to everything. Excellent. Well, Dana, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been an honor having you on. Oh, it's been my total pleasure to be your guest. Thank you so much, Patrick. It's been really fun. I loved every second. Thank you again. Bye.